Before we kick off, in the podcast you're listening, you're going to see two links. Probably the most important one, it's fair to say, is the eviction ban petition. Sign it, share it, give it to recommend to people. Also contact your local TDs and tell them that you're not happy with the government lifting the eviction ban and the distress it's going to cause for thousands of families across this country. The second link is the one that helps us keep these shows going, and it's the one I want you to click to see if there's a level you're happy to keep this platform independent, ad-free, sponsor-free, and putting out content that you don't get anywhere else. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the support. We'd love you to join us. I won't delay any further. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Reboot Republic, the podcast that goes behind the headlines and looks at the big issues in this republic of inequality. We are the podcast of solutions and the podcast of hope, and I'm your host, Rory Hearn. And we are looking today, continuing to speak to people about their stories, uh, their reality, their experience um, of what they're facing in terms of the government's decision to lift the eviction ban. Um, and I have been contacted by a lot of people who are asking me to share their story, in some case anonymously, and, and I will read some of those um, in, the, in the coming podcasts. And also, um, people are telling their story, and it's so important that we hear this because it is as I've described it, and as people are describing it themselves, a humanitarian catastrophe in terms of what is is being unleashed right now as people are being forced into um, hidden homelessness, into homelessness, into situations of, you know, just really desperate situations that that people shouldn't be forced into. And the government really has to um, reconsider and um, extend the eviction ban and as you said um in the previous podcast we have a petition with uplift which you can go over and sign um and i'm joined now by dr faiza al saidi um who is a postdoctoral researcher in the university of galway and has been working in the university of galway for a number of years in different roles um dr al saidi it's lovely for you to join us not in the best of circumstances um, but listen, thank you so much for coming on Reboot Republic and telling your story. Oh, thank you, Rui. Thank you very much. I'm happy someone to listen to me and sh- I will share with, with you the story for, for me for many years. Like, uh, actually, it started um, uh, August last year. And um, let's go back from the beginning. So yeah. I came here to Ireland 10 years ago. Um, I, I I had uh, in my country house work business everything was fine until 2011 the war started in my country I couldn't um, manage there the situation wasn't not good for me and I'm just sorry kids, explain to to listeners sorry where you're from I'm from Libya Libya yeah and there was yeah. the war there in 2011 yes and it still continues until now so I came here I had uh, funding from my government Libyan government to do my PhD. So I say yeah. this is, will be that chance to start again. After yeah. I lost everything, my house, my business. You know, first it was closed because the war and everything was knocked down there. So I was evacuated, like um, people get out from their country because the war or earthquake, not because government asked people to leave the house because the landlord needs the house. 
Yes. So it's so yes. like surprised me. Like, yeah. So I came here. I did for many years. I struggled with with the funding, and I, but I did my PhD, and I start also beside my PhD. I use um, I used like work as a tutor, teaching some sorts of stuff. So for many yeah. years, did my PhD. And this was in the department of mathematics in yes, in school Galway. of maths. So I think most of students here know me because I work in sums for teaching. I was working sums for teaching um, all math students around the campus. Yeah. I also teach access course for all uh, like Bre University for here. So I have many students around me. So I also volunteering with the uh, Islamic Society to teach students. I give grants. I do free teaching. I do also courses for uh, DCU for support youth student. I visit school. So all my life about teaching. I spent yeah. my life here. I bring my kids. Mike, my older son was two years and seven months, and the youngest one was seven months. I bring them from Libya, so they don't know anything about Libya. So they go to school, they go training, they go do activities. Uh, what training do they do? Uh, um, they do football and basketball. Yeah. Very good, so, very good. So we have a lot of activities to do. So and for many years, I came here. The crisis for the houses was many years ago, but start now from last year after Corona. So when I came, I left in Dublin for one year and a half. I did the English course for DCU, English course. And after that, I get my supervisor came to Galway, moved to Galway. So I remember when I came to Ireland, I spent three weeks to find apartment in Dublin mm, so I yeah. stay in hotels and after that it's getting better when I moved to Galway when I did my PhD here so it was easy for the beginning the price was 750 you can get nice apartment you don't spend much time to do that until until 2017 so yeah. my kids and my partner they apply for refugee, they become refugee. I joined them with the visa, so I have Stanford. So, in um, that time, we have to move from the house because I have to finish my study. I cannot do too much teaching to some it by myself. So, we have life for refugee, my kids and my husband, that's time. So, they get it and uh, we apply for HAP. Uh, we get support from government. So we are renting house 2018 under Habski. Yeah. So so in that time, 2018, August, um, I looked for six weeks to find a place. The rent was 1,200, which was too high for us, like like compared with 700 or 800 before. Yeah. I, I spent six weeks. I sent... 800 emails and call to find 800 place. yes so um 18 august 18 19 corona so um we rent this house from the agency um we don't have too much good good like to be honest i prefer owner uh, the landlord with no agency like okay. you know because they struggle too much with us about surface and you know fix it this and fix it that so last year uh, we struggled a lot with this company they don't do the surface for the house last year they do big surface for the house they fix what do you it. mean by a surface like um if the roof leaking they have to fix it yeah and the garden in the back 
And if they're something need clean or take, they don't do it probably good. Like, okay. so everything costs money for them. They daily for their service. We spent 14 days with no heat in the house. No heat. In winter time. And wow. they increase the rent every month, every year. They increase the rent. Yeah. And now we pay, even now we nearly, we have to, leave the house in the first of May, they increase the rent. We nearly pay 1500 And And so what, what is your situation now? You were given a notice to quit. Yes. So oh, um, oh, last year, August, we get notes, so we have to move. And um, so far, I spent 4600 Two emails and call in the last eight months to find the house. Four thousand six hundred two because I do two calling this morning <laughs> to find to find a place. Yeah. Emails call like I'm working here to find a place. As in, it's it's a job to actually try and find a place. It's full time, the time job. it takes. It's full time job. You have to ask friends. You have to look to deft. You have to uh, look to my home you have to talk look everywhere. everywhere and have you got viewings two only two only two viewings it is my budget is limited so i cannot only pay 1500 because i am in the short contract or part time contract so and they have covered the rest because just left me and my kids so because the hap limit for your family in galway is in the 800 region, is like something, 800 yeah, something. 800. Yeah. So that's all the half payment covers. So if yeah. you're getting, if you have to get somewhere, then more, you have to pay the additional on top of it. Oh, yeah. So I have to be 700. So if I get, like, do you think doctor get too much money? No. In academia? No. No. We don't get no. too much payment. <laughs> Even no. we get it, we get it just only in the semester time when we are teaching. But yes. the rest of the year, we are not working. So we are in the job seeker payment. So yeah. which like it's too limited and with two kids, with everything expensive to fill the oil in your tank, you need too much money. So far we pay 1,000 euro for this. So what do you think where this money come from? They are not yeah. growing in the tree. And yeah. we are doctors, but <laughs> looking for a job. And to get that job, it's too difficult, especially after Corona. There is no like there is no resource position or teaching position for us. Like after Corona, there is no funding for this. Yeah, yeah. So you're now facing a situation whereby you are facing, as you said, you have to leave. You've been given notice to quit to leave by when? The first of May. The first of May. And how do you feel about that? I will tell you. I spent two months and a half. Just and stay in the bed. I don't eat too much. I, I wake, I, all my sleep tablet, like I have to change it a few times. I have to call the GB to uh, bring me this, like something to help me to sleep. I feel stress. My son told me, you have anger issue, mommy. You get shouting and everything. I'm, I'm in the bad situation. Mentally, with money, with fine place. I was thinking, just happened only in my country, not here in Ireland, which is a safe place. Like, I came here 
to find start new life like i find it so hard and mentally it's destroyed my mental health i am i'm struggling here i'm struggling here and i don't have where i go i don't have a family i don't have all my friends they are also renting rooms or renting a small house so what is i with all my boxes and all my kids toys and my life i don't have no mom no sister nobody just me and my two boys that's me and when the government decided to lift the eviction ban how did you what did you think uh, you know when you have that bullet to shooting you that's what happened for me like i was planning okay maybe they give up. i know i know this is not the exact solution i know that this is not my house so i cannot stay forever i know there is landlord looking for their houses i know that i know that but this is not the exact solution like the solution by building houses provide more houses for people and also control the rent like i cannot rent the one room here like apartment apartment with one room here in galway 2000 euro so how much people they take money like what they think about our salary like we need at least 6000 euro to pay 2000 for rent yeah. for one bedroom if i need house and the same my house i live now i need 3500 how much money i get to pay for this so this is should be addressed government should be addressed this in some way to find the solution for this like yes even they give us one years extra but they will build houses or they control the rent there's answer for that i don't know i need to ask them like yeah this is the answer for that yes they give us one year okay we're still okay maybe we get some viewing houses around maybe maybe i don't see anything change in that in the last three months the same houses, still the same. They put one house every every week, like. And after that, they gone. Either, even I don't even get to viewing houses. I don't get. I just get twice in this year, nothing else. Two viewings. Two only two. Yeah. Eight months, two viewings, and the budget one thousand five hundred. More than this, I cannot pay for that. I can't because I have contract now for six months. But after six months. I don't know where is I, where will be this money. So, and the hab, my chance was like very limited, especially when they know you are in the hab scheme. They reviews your application directly. Even though, as you know, that's that's illegal. I know, but they don't say it in the front. They're like, oh, okay, we don't accept hab. But some of the landlords, they say, no, we are not accepting hab. Because they know they the government, they will go check the house if they need any surface, like, you know, fixing this and fixing that. So they don't like to pay money. My landlord kick me from the house, need to kick me from the house because I asked for the surface because the roof was leaking for two years. Yeah. And when she yeah. paid this money, she need to kick me out to take it out from the market. I know that's like, I'm like, we are not stupid to know that. So... And she, she knows the house in my state is very nice place. And it will be cost house, whereas I live 3,500, not 1,500. But I cannot pay this money. And who can pay this money? Who? Yeah. 
who get, it, it, it's just ridiculous absolutely Ooh. ridiculous uh, and also like and and in terms of the actual specific notice to quit that you were given is that what was the reason given for it oh the house needs house back no reason just this <laughs> but they have to give some reason <laughs> no reason just need to rent it for someone else i know that because they told me before my la- my the previous landlord before say he will sell the house after I moved, he rented to another uh, people. So they the last say, landlord said they were going to sell the house, and then when you moved out, they had moved other people in. Uh, no, to be honest, they it was big house too, so they have um, I think four rooms, and then each room five hundred, so they get two thousand. I was be one thousand. So yeah. you see, yeah, and well, of course, you know, again, the the eviction notice needs to be you know there needs to be a reason um yeah, unless you're there to, less they than use six for months. their use they need it for their use that's what they say that's what they said it's for their yeah. use yeah. yeah yeah but not not sell it or no no yeah. and nice have you ha- have you contacted threshold oh yeah yeah i always contact them they yeah. are, to be honest they are so lovely nice people yeah. and they work very very hard and every time like I get more time with them. And last time they say, look, Faisa, you can get more time to stay in the house. I was so happy with that. But happy for what? I didn't get any house. And consider this. Is the government, don't consider this issue for the future or for the economy. Maybe I am like, they don't consider it for people who's work, for family who's other kids, for disability people like, and for student, for everyone, like there's no houses for anyone. And I'm not talking about I'm talking about as me, Faiza. So in like in a long-term problem, like for example, um, there will be no student come to Ireland. And we know Ireland, they have a lot of schools, English schools and universities. So nobody they will come. So this will be not impact only us, they impact also the economy for this country. Also, our kids in the future, when they cannot find a place yeah. to live. And another thing, doctors and um, nurses in the hospital. Like, I have a lot of, like, um, I told you, I work with the Muslim society here. So I know a lot of doctors, they say, we are, we are back. There is no way to stay here. We are not working anymore in hospitals or like, or like nursing. Like, why? Like they say, if we pay most our income for rent. Yeah. So you you see we are we have long list in the uh, in hospitals. So imagine if more people get out from here, also from university. If there is no students, international students who will pay a lot of money. You know, I yeah. No, you're money. absolutely right in terms you know, of the the impact on the economy, and you know, it's even now. You know, it's been. Um, last year there was um, earlier this year there was schools couldn't fill get teachers to teach classrooms because the teachers are literally can't afford to live here as well particularly the younger teachers who are renting um, and others as well and you know we're facing the possibility of you know schools having to close classrooms in September so you're absolutely right it is impacting on the economy and even the central bank now accepts that you know, says the housing crisis is a drag on the economy. And the, what would you say to, you know, the, the argument that they're putting, which is that, um, you know, well, landlords are selling up and, and you know, more rent controls and more, you know, if they extended the eviction ban, it would mean landlords would just more and more landlords sell up because they don't want to be. And it just adds to the problem. 
why they let them to control us from the beginning? Yeah. They should be government provide this for us. Not they put us between the landlord and the eviction ban to end. We are in the middle of nowhere, like, you know. So yeah. from the beginning, like, if the, if the government pay a lot of houses, the landlord, they have only small part from this, not control all the situation. Yeah. And the landlords, I'm not, I'm not saying, like, this is their houses. They can do anything with, they like to do, sell it. But they can't control them with the price. Like, the prices is crazy for housing, to rent yeah. house. It's crazy. Like, who's can be this? Like, who's they control this? Do they pay mortgage like this? Or they have a tax like this? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, no, really don't know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and just the thing, the question of, you know, your children and the impact. Do, do you see an impact on your children? Do they understand what's going on in terms of their... <laughs> try to keep them away but they understand like my older son that asked me like mommy don't bring us from the state we have a friends here don't ask don't, don't take us. us away from this estate don't don't like he told me find a place near like but near me like very expensive and also from the school like my go my my boys go to this the same school and and i don't need to move them i move them Four years ago, and it was too difficult for them, like to handle it and accept it. We are going from the school and the friends, and they complain. My, they complain for one year about moving from the school, and now yeah. I need to take them. And also, I cannot be out from uh, Galway because I work here. My kids' school here, so if I get uh, out, how many hours I will drive every day? Yeah, and how many uh, money I would better for my car? Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy to accept. And last Friday, I went to city council. I asked them, go to city council. Do you have a place, emergency place for us? I, I refuse this idea, but if I don't have to do I have to do it. I have to do it. She told me, no, I, we don't have anything. She said they don't have any emergency accommodation no, for a family. No, no, no. I told her I have to move. She told me I don't have any place now. So what what should you do? I don't know. <laughs> like the ladies told me this, there is no emergency accommodation in Galway. We don't have, especially for family, maybe one or two, like single, but for family we don't have. And also, if I move, whereas I move all my stuff and my what everything in one room, in yeah. emergency accommodation, imagine like all my boxes, my toy, kids' toys clothes like where i don't even have a place to storage them or that i throw my stuff like in the bin like i and don't know children, what I, your children as well what what can i do like i i i can not find a way out moving from this country is not my options because i have a libyan password which not allowed me to travel many anywhere to be honest yeah and my kids they don't have passport to move but even to move like this is country is very good for education and i find it's good to my kids have this education here and it is safe and my kids they don't know anything out they know ireland if they if you ask my kids what's um uh, what's your hometown they say galway ireland yeah. they don't know anything out from ireland they have a friends they have activities my son plays soccer He's one of the best of his team, and they do very well. 
and my son Muhammad he get scholarship for basketball. Yeah. So you see, our life it's here, and moving from here to where, and to have enough money for that. Like I just finished my, I prefer to invest my money in education. So I pay too much fees for university to do my PhD. And now I am empty hand. I work for bar time or short, like after Corona, there is no work for doctors at academia. To move from just here, this is another scenario you have to follow. And I do that. I feel safe here. It is very safe. But moving me from house to, to um, emergency accommodation, that's feel me feeling panic. I have a panic attack. I'm 41. <laughs> I have a panic attack from this. Like, I'm afraid what happened will be tomorrow. And we, I manage day by day. But I cannot manage more. Like, you see, the life is crisis impact everyone. We are like standard family, like who's one worker in the family. So what can I do? And also being say, oh, because the immigrant or people, the house is a crisis for many years ago. It's not yeah. one day. And also these people who come from outside, they have high education. They work in hospitals. They work in in nursing home. They work everywhere. Like As you are in a university. Yes. You, you know, when I go around Galway, my students say, hi, Faiza, hi, Faiza. They email me, they ask me, like, I have, like, you know, I am part from this, you know. I am part from Galway, like. Yeah, I have lots you are, of students. Like, you know, everyone needs any help in maths, go to Faiza. They will find me. I'm always here, like. I support yeah. many students around the campus. I'm sure many families know me, like, if you ask about my team, access course, like I worked for access for many years. And, you know, I have like in the end of the day, like was go back or go to emergency house. I don't have way to back. Libya is not safe country. I forgot about Libya many years ago. I decided to live here to be in the safer place. I have to write to choose nicer place. Ireland is a very nice country. I really like it. We get a lot of support when Corona time comes. They can support us a little more. I'm not asking the government to support me too, but just little support. Make it more like, just push it more like, build more houses. We can be rent. Yeah. We struggle yeah, enough. We struggle enough to find, like, we work part time. Most of us, if, they, if you don't work part time, you have to travel to another country to work. Yeah. But we're happy it, with that. We, I'm happy with that. Yeah, it, it's it's um, you know, you're so right in terms of you know you're working, you're you know raising your children, you know as you say they're they're Irish, um they feel you know you're from Galway, your community is Galway, your place is is this you've contributed so much already, you contribute and it it seems so wrong that you would face this possibility of, of going into emergency accommodation of being made homeless um and can we stand back after this like if you bring me to the accommodation emergency accommodation can i stand back there is hope like i can rent house in the future i can't be there like but if there is any hope to stand again find a place with good price like 
how much like doctors can get from university teaching i'm sure you know like we don't yeah. get too much money our income yeah. is still the same they didn't yeah. change for many years people yeah. think we are doctors we get millions no we are not yeah no as academics absolutely it's it's it's, it's just little, no, like just to survive like you know yeah yeah we are not rich like you know yeah. so but as you say I the rents the, the rents crazy. are so crazy it's crazy like three thousand euro as a mathematician i know the rent should be take 30 percent from your income yeah but stick more than this stick 70 percent from my income yeah yeah no it's wrong it's wrong and you know, I hope, you know, and, and I'm really glad that, that you know, you came on and you told your story because I think it gives a really important insight into the real life of what, you know, people are going through. And, um, you know, it, it, it will be a big problem in the future. Yeah. Many students from outside of Ireland, international students who will pay a lot of fees. I'm talking about 14,000 euro a year, this student, they pay for, this is for fees only. We talk, we don't talk about the, they pay rent and bills and this, this is good for a few years. There will not be any international students come to Ireland to study. They will be not doctors and nurses come to this country to work because nobody, they will come if there's no places to live or they have to pay more than 50% from their income to rent place. Yeah. or share a place like like they don't consider this they couldn't see that like yeah i, I asked the government they don't consider that what's the plan b like for this yeah. need, what's the plan b i need the plan b every government should be have a plan b but not but many people whose work families kids and the emergency but even the emergency houses accommodation is not available what if they will put them in the street in this bad weather? Yeah. And as you said yourself, Galway County Council, City Council told you they don't have emergency accommodation. Oh, no. She told me I don't have. I don't have. The lady there was so lovely. Like, she told me the landlord needs in the house. I said, no. And I said, like, okay. Stay there. But last time in the meantime, we build more houses, provide more houses with with limited budget for us. Like we are no, we are the poor <laughs> here, but we deserve something like even little. Like if you go to shop, you can buy some bread with one euro, you can buy bread with five euro. So give us that bread with one euro. We are happy with that. Yeah. Listen, Dr. Al Saidi, thank you so much uh, for coming on and, um, you know, giving us your story and your views. And, you know, I really, really do hope that um, the government extends the ban. Um, and if they don't, it, it, sorry, it, you go on. Okay. If they extend it with no building houses or no controlling the rent, there's no point from extended. Yeah. You know, um, like we get this six months or something like this. Just only for two viewing, like really, like because and the price is getting. We talk about three thousand euro, so it's not just only extended. It's only about another options, building houses, using any place for. There's many places around the city is empty. 
Yeah, which is this, yeah. So why they don't rent it or use it or I don't know. I'm sure they have something for that places like around yeah. everywhere. So they can use it like or rent it from, but don't put all these people like, and like also put these people in the hostel or BNB in the summertime, the people visit Ireland. Where do they always stay? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and listen, keep in touch and uh, we'll keep in touch with you as well in terms of um, progressing and hopefully you will be able to find something um, and, you know, we will, uh, yeah, we'll keep in touch for definite. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. Ruth. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And, Have a nice uh, day and thank you. I really appreciate your supporting us here with this situation. There is no many talk about this. Yeah, well, there is a lot of people who are, who are you know, concerned about this. And I, I know that across the country and, and who do want, um, who are, you know, ashamed and disgusted by what is going on um, and upset as well. And it is affecting so many people. So listen, we'll keep in touch. And uh, thank you so much, Dr. Al Saidi. Thank and you very much. Thank you. And as I said, um, listeners, uh, thank you so much as well. I know people are really engaging with the the petition on Uplift and, and sharing it around and sharing around the podcast as well. If you can share them around and let people know this is the reality. I think, you know, that there is a real need for everyone to hear that this is the reality facing facing renters, facing families, facing children. And that the government has to reconsider this and um, extend the eviction ban and, of course, do the other things as well, which is build housing, build housing and um, as the other solutions that we've set out before, tackle the vacancy and dereliction, tackle Airbnb, uh, set up the public construction company um, and tackle this housing crisis because it is already causing a social catastrophe and we have to um we cannot accept that so listen thank you so much i really appreciate it all listeners for all you're doing and sharing it around and for your comments and supportive comments and if you do want to tell your story you can get in touch um i'm on twitter and instagram um at rory hearn thank you so much everyone and we'll talk to you all very soon <laughs>